0: Before we get started, I thought it'd be best to warn you that there is a bit of language in this one. So uh, if you've got the kiddies in the car or you're a little bit sensitive to the F-word, I would uh, just advise you, if you do have your children, that there is some language. I'm going to make them an awful game. I feel the need
1: for the need for speech.
2: He's watched every movie more than once. He's Stephen Fannick. Go ahead, make my day. He's watched the latest Disney movies with his kids, uh, but that's about it. He's Trevor Long.
3: You talking to me?
2: Together they bring you the best movies you've never seen. I will look for you. I will find you. And I will kill you. Rent Biles stream the latest and greatest movies on Fetch. Watch on a big screen High Sense TV. New the best movies you've never seen the first
1: rule of fight club is you do not talk about fight club
2: with steven fennec and trevor long this is the captain brace for impact
0: Hello, and welcome to a brand new episode of the best movies you've never seen. I love movies, I rewatch movies, I watch all movies. My name is Stephen Fennec, and I'm joined. By my good mate Trevor Long, who's not seen any
3: movies, who's never seen movies, but is now starting to watch movies.
0: How are you,
3: mate? <laughs> and I don't mind movies. I don't love them like you do, but gee whiz, I'm starting to enjoy many more.
0: I love the discovery you're getting from the, through this show. Yeah, I know you, you are. You, you, I do like, it like when you're like a proud dad, yes, his son's discovery football something. or something it's a, like You're that. right. You know, I've sat in this very room watching movies with my own son that I loved and he loves as well, and I get even more enjoyment out of that. Great. That's, Great. A, that's a good feeling when that happens. This week, we are talking about The Game. Now, this was released in 1997. Stars Michael Douglas yep. and Sean Penn. Now, the director is David Fincher. He is. Uh, this was one of his earlier movies. Before this, he had directed Alien 3. He directed Seven, which was a, a massive hit. And then after this, he goes on to direct Fight Club, Panic Room, Zodiac, and Social Network, which we've covered on the yep. show, Social Network. Um, he was apparently going to make the game, this movie, before Seven. Seven came out in 1995. Uh, this was released in 97. But Brad Pitt, who was in Seven, became available for Seven earlier. So he thought, okay, well, he shelved this one. It says, let's let's make Seven with Brad Pitt. Right. And then he came back to uh, film to create the game. Right now, the game, as you were asking last
3: week, what is it? NFL, baseball, the game. Right. Had you heard of this no. or knew of it at all? I assumed it was an American sporting movie <laughs> about a game. Yeah, Moneyball or okay. Uh, what's the other one? We watched the football one, Friday Night Lights. Friday Night you Lights. Know, like, yeah, that's what I share. Yeah, it like was a sport. It had a sporting sport. theme. Yeah. Right. No, th- and so that's 100%. no other impressions of did you no, nothing.
0: So you never knew that Michael Douglas was in it or no right. And so I reckon that's a good thing because the it's the and bigger, again it's a big so, and you never know, you don't even watch
3: a trailer. For this, this, I was did you? just going to say for yes. people that are new to this, yeah. I, I I don't watch a trailer before we talk yes. about it. I just go cold into a movie. Yeah, and for like I know a lot of the movies you talk about are cult. Uh, sorry, uh, you know the, some of the most popular movies in the world. Yep. some of them are more you know cult based or indie based. You know in terms of their fan base, and I'm sure this is a big movie, but this is not a yeah. movie. Yeah. That is Star Wars recognisable? No, it's not. In and, and fact,
0: it did well at the box office. It, it did okay. Yep. And at the time, yeah, it was Michael Douglas, in it, I think. Well, yeah, that's, that's and Sean Penn, two big stars. But I think over the years, it's become a bit of a sleeper hit. It's become right. more of a cult movie that people think, oh, wow, the game. Yeah. never. A lot of them, like yourself, had never even heard because of it. And when they watch must, it, let's yeah. be clear. Oh, absolutely. No, it's uh, it's set in San Francisco, too. I love movies set in San Francisco, don't you? Okay, this is your last exit before the freeway. We're going to spoil the hell out of this one. And this is a movie you don't want spoiled. Let's be honest about that. You do not want this movie to be spoiled. If you're keen, if you're interested, if you've not heard of this, go and watch it before you listen to the rest of the show.
3: So that's my advice. You can watch it on Fetch. Absolutely, uh, Fetch are great sponsors of the best movies you've never seen. And the great thing about Fetch that I love is is the simple stuff, like just you know recording free to air TV shows and the way they categorise them and, and ensure that they're easy to find and, listen, and, and watch when you need. But you know things like movies are best done on Fetch because of the universal search. Universal search means that all the apps, all the services that Fetch has, are searched. So when you say show me the game, it'll tell you it's available on. Amazon Prime for three subscriptions. so it didn't Stand just put up, a, didn't put
0: up the NFL though. It said it actually no, showed you the movie. That's, that's correct. It knew <laughs> what it knew
3: what I wanted, uh, and obviously you can rent or buy on Fetch as well. So you got all those choices. I chose to watch it on Stand because I've got a subscription and I'm a tight ass, so uh, I didn't even have to didn't even have to spend the the nine dollars that Fetch wanted, but. I've yeah. got a Fetch box, and that's what matters. So, if you've got a Fetch box, you can search for the game. Uh, if you haven't got a Fetch box, ask your internet provider. Um, do they offer Fetch, or go to Harvey Norman, JB Hi-Fi, and get a Fetch box outright from there.
0: Righto, you're still with us, which means you've watched the game. Yep. And so we're going to get we're going to get into <coughs> it. We're going to You're aware it's not a sporting movie. Yes, you are. As, as it's I now not, am. Not about a game. So now you've have seen it. What are your impressions now after your first time watch? quite enjoyed it yeah I Steven's, knew you would. <laughs> Steven's been ripping yes. me all day did you like it I knew you would
3: I, I enjoyed it um it it's just so unpredictable and I yeah. I genuinely think this is the kind of thing that is best done without the trailer because yeah
0: the trailer some, gives it away yeah, you're going yeah. to
3: something like this with with no knowledge you are yeah. every scene every moment is an eye-opener you know what I mean yeah. and because I, I don't, l- yeah, I don't yeah. have a movie buff community or family, we are, not, I haven't even heard this discussed. Yeah, So for that reason, it's... I, I, here's my tweet. If you haven't seen the game, don't Google it. Don't do anything. Just watch it now. Just
0: watch it, yeah. Good, good call. Good call. I, I uh, saw it at the movies, <laughs> funny enough. Uh, I have seen it. It's one of those movies that the more you watch it, the more you're looking for things... Yeah, and it doesn't give it away. The hundredth watch or the first watch still manages to keep this, keep it.
3: The, the 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 shocks and the twists are
0: still are still there.
3: I mean, we'll get to it, we're in the rundown, but I just want to say. There was a moment there where I went, oh my god, is this Squid Game? Is this what's happening here? Because yeah, yeah. he hands him a phone number and stuff, and I'm thinking, oh, yeah. hang on a minute. Yeah. And it, I felt that inspiration there, but obviously it, go, it turns out oh, to be like something completely different. But there is a, you know, there's that moment that I went, oh, that's quite interesting. Yeah. As as a potential inspiration for things like that.
0: Well, I, what I like about this movie, and for a first time watcher like yourself, you just don't know what's going to happen next. No idea. You don't know where one it leads from one thing to another. You think, how the hell did they get here? and you don't know what's around the corner. And that's a good movie. You don't if know what's around the corner. interested.
3: And you also are not 100% sure at all what is the game. And what's real and, and what's what is not part real. part of the game. Yes. You don't know what the game is. You don't know what's part of the game. Yeah. And it, it's just eye-opening at every it's, turn. It's, in,
0: it's intriguing. I think one of the characters mentions that. He goes, but t- you're intrigued, I think he says yeah. in the movie. Spot on. Let's move to the casting call. And this is uh, Michael Douglas stars as Nicholas Van Orton. He's, uh He was in Wall Street. Fatal Attraction. Have you seen Fatal Attraction? No. You've not seen Fatal Attraction with Michael Douglas and Glenn Close? That's on their list. Okay. Okay, on the list, great, man. great. Uh, that's where the term bunny boiler comes from, but I'll, we, I wow. don't want to spoil it for you. Uh, he was also in Romancing the Stone. Sean Penn, who plays Conrad Van Orton. He was in Carlito's Way, which was directed by Brian De Palma, who directed uh, The Untouchables, remember last week's show? Um, Dead Man Walking. Uh, Mystic River. I think you won a. Uh, did he win an Oscar for? No, I think you won an Oscar for Dead Man Walking. But anyway, Michael Douglas, Sean Penn, both Oscar winners. Right. Deborah Kara <clears throat> Unger plays Christine. She was in Payback and Silent Hill. Now, here's an interesting one. Remember the flashback scenes where it's it's obviously um, Nicholas as a young boy, and yeah. the father. Remember the father, who sort of uh, the tall guy. Uh, who's sort of in the in the flashback scenes, the old home movie scenes where the little boy's standing next to yes. the dad. Yep. The dad is played by Charles Martinet. Now I've met Charles Martinet. Okay. His claim to fame is that he's the voice of Mario. In the Nintendo games. And hey Mario! And hey Mario, what's the matter with you? So I've actually met him and interviewed him when yeah. he came to Australia because that's his, that's his, he goes to conventions and all Yeah, he, he, Yeah, I remember him recording at the time a message for my daughter Hayley. <clears throat> oh, wow. Yeah, Hayley, you are a princess. And, it was, and she <laughs> loved it. She was only really young at the time. So uh, yeah, that's Charles Martinet who plays uh, Nicholas Van Orton's dad. Righto, before we get to the run-through, let's hear from our other great sponsor, and that is Hisense. Now, I know I get asked all the time, people ask me, what TV do I buy? I'm looking for a good TV. Well, the answer is a big-screen Hisense TV, and I'm talking 75, you know what, go 85 inches. Hisense, I think their motto is go bigger, and that's exactly what you can do with a Hisense TV. They have... Their ULED technology, so picture quality is really important, and, and the the 4K. There's also 8K versions as well, but you see that crisp detail, beautiful black levels, terrific contrast. That's exactly what you get. With a high sense TV, so all these great movies that we that we're talking about that we're recommending will look fantastic on that high sense TV. And the good thing about the high sense too, the TV, it's an all round experience. It's not just about the picture quality, but the audio quality as well. So if you you can you can add a sound bar if you want to. But the Dolby Atmos onboard the TV also provides a great virtual surround sound experience as well. And that really completes the experience. When you're watching a great movie, great sound really adds to the enjoyment. The other great thing about Hisense 2, the TV has their VW operating system. So it's really easy to see content recommendations. You get to your content quite quickly. All your all of the apps on your TV as well. And this is the best part. For your peace of mind, there's also a three-year warranty for all Hisense TV. So if you're thinking about getting a big screen TV, look no further than Hisense. 75 and look, do what we do. 85 inches. Go big or go home. Hisense.com.au. Alrighty, let's hit through the run through and this has a this had a really interesting start to the movie. I, I I remember watching this again for the show and I'm thinking, I wonder what he's thinking here. It was sort of like a the old home movies.
3: Yep. It's like a, a garden party, a kid's birthday party. Yep. So some, you're kind of wondering what's happening here. And it's funny because I don't know that any of it's relevant, but there's a lot of these moments where the camera looks at a particular person like there was this little girl and she had a like a strange look on your face. And you you're just trying to analyze yeah. everything going What the heck's going on here?
0: Yeah, so I think this was obviously, you know, looking back on it, once you've got further in the film, you you think you know that this is an old birthday party for uh, Nicholas Van Orton. Him as a boy, you see him, he's actually cradling his younger brother in his arms as well. And then you see sort of his old man, his father in sort of flashback scenes as well. You kind of don't know what's doing right there. Uh, with then of course we're brought into present day and you yep. see Nick Nick Van Orton, that's Michael Douglas's character you he's know really a rich, you know, as he's rich man rich as hell so he's pretty wealthy. He's got the, he lives on this big estate in San Francisco and we see him uh, arriving at his office. And I, I, one thing I noticed the in his office, that scene, one of those opening scenes, the Mac on his desk was a, a, a Mac that I owned. It was yeah. a black Mac. Remember, it was black and it had yeah. the speakers on the bottom, CD drive in the middle. I owned that very Mac in the the year, the same year, in 1997, I had the same computer. Wow. I had that computer. He gets a call from his ex-wife, and uh, that's sort of a bit of exposition, you know, Elizabeth, I think her name is. Yep. And they talk about, you know, oh, he says, take a message. Yeah, take a message. But he did, though, get a call from a strange person.
1: I wouldn't even mention the following, but he was very insistent. It's obviously some sort of prank. What? Well, a gentleman so, called requesting to have lunch with you. I tried to assure him that you were very busy. What's his name? A Mr. Seymour Butts. <laughs> Under the bleachers by Seymour Butts. I'm sorry. Cancel my lunch, make a reservation to City Club for myself and Mr. Butts, my usual table. (laughs) Marie, put the reservation under (laughs) my name. (laughs) (laughs) It's such a Bart Simpson thing, you know? That's funny. Is there
3: a Seymour Butts (laughs) in the room? You know, that's such a Bart thing. But also that whole scene is, is, as you say, an exposition. It's meant to demonstrate his just huge wealth because... Not only has he got this personal assistant here talking about his calls, but there's another assistant who's handling yes. you know the calls now like it's But the and the know, other assistant many is stuff.
0: running through all these events he's been invited yes. to. No, can't don't wanna go that yep. don't want to go that. so he's obviously some important wealthy person. Yep. And uh at the very end did you like how the assistant says, Oh by the way, happy birthday. Yeah. So, obviously, he doesn't make it a big deal that it's his birthday. Yeah. And that's the reason why he, Mr. Butts wanted to uh, call for the lunch reservation. That's where we see the next scene where he's at lunch. He's waiting for Conrad. Did you like what what he did when he came up to him? Did you see what he did? He had, like, a water spray bottle. He sprayed it and, did and he, made, he, he, he pretended he sneezed. And he (laughs) he goes, yeah, how how are you? So immediately that establishes that the brother is is a bit of a fuck-up, a bit of a, yeah, you know, he's on the, I think he mentions Mm -hmm. that he he is. I knew the mate of D here. He goes, I used to buy crystal meth off him. You can
3: see. (laughs) I think it's a very nice juxtaposition of characters. You've got this very um, well-carried, I mean, dressed, styled, but also the way he walks and everything. Character. And then this brother who is just clearly an everyday knockabout. Yeah, you know, that's the way they're presented.
0: It's established too that it's been a while since they caught up. I think yeah. they said, "What's it been since mother, mum's funeral? Since two or three years." Yeah. And um, he, he I liked how he said he goes, "Oh, I got, this is a nice restaurant. They give out free jackets." He goes, I'm sure they're going to ask you for that back when you leave. Uh, but then he, remember he pulls the smoke out. He pulls the cigarette out. And he says, "And he yes, what he, uh, he goes, well, smoke he goes it. Oh, can't smoke? Yes, I'm with you. What do you mean?'" Because, you know, the laws are in California, you can't. He says, fuck California. Remember who says that? <laughs> but anyway, we know that it's uh, it's Nick's birthday. And the Conrad has brought a gift.
1: This is for you. You should, What do you get for the man who has everything? Consumer Recreation Services. Well, I do have golf clubs. Call that number. Why? They make your life fun. Fun? You know what that is? You know, you've seen other people have it. It's an entertainment service. An escort service? Yes. A profound life experience.
0: So it's intrigue already. Uh, we don't know exactly what it is. Yeah. CRS. This was the, the moment where I went, service. oh my
3: God, is this Squid Game? <laughs> yeah, so...
0: Where uh, and it's established at that point too that you know obviously Nick Van Orton just he's extremely wealthy yes but he he seems to be a bit of a a bit of a screw not a Scrooge well, a bit of a groucher he's not really this, he said look do you guys remember what that is yeah like, this is this really is the a, brother he's not a people essentially
3: person. exposing the fact that he he's a boring man yeah it's it, it's a funny way to do it because you could just have a go at your brother about that or yeah. you could say to him I've got you something and I think you're going to love it. I really yeah. want you... It's like a really emotional... I really want you to do this thing. It's going to be good yes, for you. and he, he
0: keeps telling me, he goes, call. He goes, I'll call. Oh,
3: cool, I'll call. Yeah, yeah, you know?
0: He says, look, it's the best thing that ever happened because he'd already... Conrad, by the sounds of it, had already experienced a similar thing, yeah, and he said oh, it's the best thing that ever happened to me. Yeah, because he yeah. says he's he's called this and yes. loved it. It was great. Yes, so that's obviously why um, he wants his brother to experience the same thing.
3: But it's also the moment when the right behind him, you don't realize, but he doesn't realize, but right behind him is the whole wait staff of the restaurant <laughs> singing Happy singing Birthday, happy birthday and you can which just he see, hated. That'd yeah. be exactly how I'd feel <laughs> if that many people were singing Happy Birthday. Well, and they'd be like, oh, go, his away. brother, his
0: brother, obviously, all like right. Yes, exactly. yeah, make sure you come up to him, sing Happy Birthday. Seymour Butler made so the, the whole, whole thing happen. That's right. Uh, so after uh, he's driving home, we... Now, here's the bit where we're learning fragments of his past. Yeah. Now, I gathered here that he's remembering his childhood. This is on the drive home. He's sort of having these flashbacks again. And there's a scene where his old man's up on the roof. and I'm thinking, what the hell's going to happen here? And he sees his dad, what we think he's about to commit suicide. Did you yes. get that impression as um, well? You think, well, well? What else would you be on the roof for?
3: Yeah, I guess so. Yeah.
0: So he gets home anyway. He's, he sees the housekeeper. The housekeeper says, look, you got your dinner, dinner in, the, in oven. the oven. And I liked how uh, his wife calls. Yes. And, he, and did you like it This is a typical, sort of reflects his character a bit, don't you reckon? And he says, oh, you nearly missed it. He, it's 11.41. Despite you know? the
3: fact he knows... He brushed her early in the day. She called. Yes, that's true. Yes, true. Yeah, good call. That's that's you what did. I yes. I got out of that. Take a message. That he's yes. a smart ass. Yeah. Because he's like, you know what? I'm not taking your calls. But he's willing to say to yeah. her, to her down the phone, oh, you nearly missed my I, birthday. No, I did not
0: pick that. That's really good. So, yeah, she did call in the office. That's yeah. right. And uh, he so he's a bit, a bit of a smart ass, isn't yeah. he? We do find out, though, that um, he it's his 48th birthday. And this was apparently the age that his father died. Yeah. So his father. Remember the scene, flashback. He's on the roof. Yeah. So he must have committed suicide at the age of forty-eight. And, and look. Yes.
3: I you know don't go. But it's a it's actually a really telling thing. My dad died at twenty-nine, and my whole 29th year, all I thought was, really? when am I going to go? This like, could be me. It's just yeah, a right. really weird. Gives you thing, that sense of mortality. A really weird. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And yeah. so he. This would this would have been one of his hardest birthdays. Yeah. And so I think that, that by by painting the picture of when his dad died, yeah, it, it's it's really, it points to why Conrad chose to give him something that he needs for his to do forty eighth birthday. Different. Yeah, right. So yeah. He,
0: he thought, this is the birthday you need to do this, right? Yes, exactly. Oh, I guess, uh, you know, that's a, your father, he's remembering the suicide, that's a traumatic thing for a child. Like how, yeah. how old, he would have only been a boy that's when right. his old man was yeah. 48. Yeah. Um, so anyway, he does arrive at CES. Now, I I remember it, writing in my notes here. Was it a mistake that he arrived here? He, he didn't he, call. He like he he sort of came out of a building yes. uh, and, and out of an, an elevator, there. and it was there. Yes. So I'm thinking, what the hell's His happening? His brother here?
3: spent five minutes telling him he had to call. You yes. got to call. Call the number. Call. He never and called. He the number. He just turns up. Yeah. Just he just happened. Oh, here it is. Here. Let's go. There was no address on the thing. Yeah. He never called the number. And he just appears it's right there in the building. He so happened to be at. And this. In retrospect, you now look at this and go, so this is essentially the game beginning. Yeah. Because they've placed Potentially. CRS. They've placed a big sign. Yes. They've placed a reception. Yeah. In his view, somewhere they knew he would be. And there, And
0: he walks in and there's people everywhere. There's a woman at the front desk. She's on the phone. He tries to talk to her and she says she's on the phone. She can't talk to
3: him. And the other dude that, comes just in. Just that moment there. Yeah. It, oh, this is why I believe that's the beginning of the game because... He's never been treated like yes. that. Yes. Yeah, he's never been treated like that. This told, is a man, a minute. yeah. Who's never had to wait Doesn't at a wait. reception. Yeah. Someone would usher him in everywhere. So the entirety of the movie from this point on is him already, oh yeah. Is him experiencing
0: life through a different lens. Absolutely right. Uh, I, I like the scene where the guy walks in with his Chinese food and he goes, like, oh, just hold this for a second. Yeah. And, he, and he's, and he's, he's like, what, am he goes, I
3: doing? what the hell is this? It was like, literally, he goes, you sure you're not hungry? It was like he'd <laughs> been handed a bag of dog shit. Yeah, exactly right,
0: yeah. Uh, but they sit down and they, we. by find the way, out, that guy is a very common. Yeah, James Rebhorn, his name is, he was right. in Independence Day as well. He's been in a right. few movies, but that was the other movie we've covered, right. his Independence okay. Day. Um, he, uh, we, we, we sit down, and he, we find out, of course, officially that his brother was a client, right? And I like he says, he is, his numbers were outstanding, Stand, yes. as if as if it was this. something called a scorecard yes. going on, uh, but Michael Doug, I should say, Nick uh, Nicholas gets really curious and and starts asking questions.
2: What is this for? What's well, give us an overall sense of your capabilities? No, what is this for? What are you selling? Oh. It's a game. A game? Specifically tailored for each participant. Think of it as a great vacation. Except you don't go to it. It comes to you. what, What kind of vacation? It's different every time. Humor me with specifics. We provide... whatever's lacking. And what if nothing is lacking? May I make two suggestions? You really think that I'll participate without knowing any... First, admit to yourself that it sounds intriguing. <laughs> Second, you don't have to decide today. Take the silly test, fill out the stupid forms. One day your game begins. You either love it or hate it. Decide then. You know, you know, you know we're one we're an experiential book of the month. Line. You can <laughs> drop that at any time with no further obligation.
0: That's a uh, intriguing Which, is the by right the way, word. he
3: never tries to do.
0: He doesn't try to get out of it because he doesn't know he's in it at, at some points. Oh it's, no, I dispute that. I think yeah. okay. uh, from
3: the get-go, okay. he knows he's in the game. Yeah. He knows he's in the game. So things are happening from yeah. basically the next couple of scenes. But as you go through the movie, no matter whether he thinks it's part of the game or not, he never tries to get out of the game. He doesn't try to tap out. Yeah, you're, you're right. Uh, and and he mentions to the forms he had to fill out the health check
0: he's does a psych test this is interesting that among the tests he does uh, he when he's doing his interviews one of the tests is the mmpi this is the minnesota multiphasic personality inventory and it's one of the most commonly used personality tests in mental health there you go. So the test is used by professionals to identify personality structures and
3: psychopathology. Mate, we should do one. You
2: should do one.
3: Yeah. Well, mate, can I just stop here? It's <laughs> yeah. separate, separate podcast discussion, but... That would be a fun thing to do.
2: Absolutely, anyway. let's do
0: it.
3: Let's do it. Let's organise an
0: MMPI. Uh, he has this hearing test. He does the treadmill. And what about that weird movie he watches? Remember they just put this movie on, and he's thinking, "What the thinking, hell is what's, this what's, what's going on here?" Yeah, and, and we find out he spent the entire day. But again, there.
3: he has spent the he's entire day he's there. Decided,
0: well, he For must a have bloke been that an entry. Was
3: frustrated about yeah filling out a form. Out of form. Yeah.
0: yeah. It's, uh, yeah. it's a solid amount of intrigue. But here's the interest. I think the intrigue increases where he's at the health club and he overhears these couple of guys talking about a game. He's, you know when you know when someone says your name and you think, oh, hang on, you hear yeah. it, you hear yeah. it? I think for him he heard game and he, and he sort of heard, heard And he, it.
3: he shouted them drinks and goes and sips with yeah, them. Yeah, so in
0: the bar, he sees him in the bar yep. and then he says, look, I noticed you were, uh, you were talking about the game.
1: What is it? What is it? The eternal question. Yeah, no, I envy you. I wish I could go back and do it for the first time all over again. Here's the new experiences. Oh, if you'll excuse me, I gotta go. Good night, Ted. Mm-hmm. Nicholas. Nice to meet you. So you played recently? Oh, about a year ago. I was uh, working in Los Angeles. I hear the London office is very good, too. Sounds like a lot of fantasy role-playing nonsense. You want to know what it is? What it's all about? John, chapter 9, verse 25. I um, haven't been to Sunday school in a long time. Whereas once I was blind, now I can see. Dude, Did,
0: what were you thinking at this point? You are thinking what part of the, the hell is this? Those two. Yeah, I yep. knew at that you point thought they were involved. They were part of the game, right? So they, were, so they were. So you don't reckon they were in the game? You reckon they just said they were in the game?
3: No, no, I, I you knew reckon, they were part
0: no. of the game. They Would were. You planted? don't reckon they've been in? They've done it themselves,
3: or no. they were just saying they I, had? Been. I don't believe what they're saying. Right, I believe they, they are were, they planted were there, planted there to get him to right. sign up for the... Ga- so like to get him to engage in the So process. they're
0: people he obviously knows, eh? He knows them from the health club and, or no, do you reckon he no, only I, met them no. at the health club? No, he, he looked at them as if to say, who are these people? Didn't, didn't they mention names in that? They said, i see you, Nicholas, and he mentioned them, oh, I like, mentioned but, it. You know, when he sat down for met drinks, he. they okay, would have right, introduced right. each other, you know? That's interesting. Yeah. But here's the other interesting part. Remember the next scene, they're up in the... They're having a board meeting and then he gets the call and it's CRS saying, listen, we finished your processing and you've uh, you've been rejected. You failed. They said, yeah. sorry, you failed it. We have rejected your.'" And he goes, what? What the hell does that mean? Yeah, he which thought, what again? And again, you him experiencing he's something he doesn't never experience, experience. <laughs> he's been rejection, not being rejection. So yeah. if he
3: in a corporate world, yeah, if he was uh, being you know uh, vetted to be a member of a board of a new investment or something, he and he was you know below par or something, they would have just made something happen to get him on. So not to say you're out, he, you're he would rejected. never be rejected. Yeah, right. This, yeah, is, true, this is true. This is him experiencing yeah. life. How to how other people will experience like, life. Yeah, he's yeah, right. never seen it before.
0: Yeah, because he's born with a silver spoon in his mouth, right? Absolutely. Yes, that's right. Uh, I love this next scene. He's driving home. He calls Conrad to say that he went to CRS. But what did you think when he arrives home and there's right. a what appears to be a body in the driveway? That
3: what did you think that was? I thought it was a because we'd already seen pictures like you know, old flashbacks of yeah. his dad. I thought it was the most horrific thing you could do to someone. Yeah, honestly. Yeah, far He's out. Just,
0: it's not his birthday, so a couple of days, so it's past his birthday yeah. now.
3: But it doesn't matter. Yeah, this guy, and that was apparently the point. If that you look the back, place where, where his, his dad, old man landed, like they placed yeah. a, a yeah. body. Yes, as he drove up, they placed a body where his dad was found. I, I mean, thought that too. Like far
0: out. What a way to get your attention is to to like almost imitate your father's suicide, dude. That is the, yeah. That is. The worst part is, yeah. that is nowhere near well, the
3: darkest thing that happens in this movie. In his mind, he has a flashback to
0: his dad. That's do you right, remember that bit, and he thinks and that's where his old man was found. Like, so but you're that, already playing. So here's with him. the thing:
3: now you go back to all those psych tests and things they do, yeah. and actually, you know, if you to analyze it, I believe that if this was all true, yeah. that the, the psych tests are required to find out how he would handle that situation, yeah. because clearly some people would. Absolutely lose their minds. Like that could drive someone over the edge. I
0: agree, and I tell you what I did. I actually took a screen grab. Remember when he was filling out the form? Yeah, I took a screen grab at some you? of some of the questions. Yeah, and there was like uh, the, the ones that appeared on the screen were questions fifty-one through to fifty-five, and they appeared to be one of them said if the FBI were to contacting me regarding, and it was off the edge of the screen. Um, and the, other, the end of that sentence is offering information. In other words, would you be offering information? The next question was, if I were to witness an accident, so it's sort of whether he would dob, he would give up people. Yeah. And then question 55 was, if I were to drive, if I were to slightly dent another vehicle, would I drive off without leaving a note? That was sort yeah. of how I interpreted that. So that's kind of the, the forms that we filled out. You were mentioning that. It, I,
3: I believe that that's, yeah. or that's, that's, that's an actual part of the game to ensure yeah. that, if they're gonna place a you know, a body in the place of his father Can he handle it. Can he handle it? Yeah. How's he gonna cope with it? Okay, that's a good point.
0: Uh I love this he finds we, we find out that it's a clown dummy. Yep. So it's a clown. This is yeah. insane yeah.
3: because he doesn't call the what cops he doesn't hell? do anything he <laughs> takes the fucking thing in He yeah. sits <laughs> yeah. it on a chair drags it in loud too makes a loud noise drags it in well
0: he sits <laughs> it on a chair while Sit- watching TV sits it on a chair in the, in the yeah where he's watching television, he, he sees something drink.
3: he sees something just out but of its mouth yeah
0: well he's, he he's, he sees this was like a red ribbon and then yeah. he pulls it out and he keeps coming oh, I thought it was like a magic trick yeah that's hanky. what I thought it was going to be yeah. Yeah. and then a, the CRS key popped out at the end of it but then the TV starts talking back to him.
1: But dipped again, reacting to reports that Nicholas Van Orten had sneezed. Are you going to spend the rest of the evening prying at that clown's mouth? I, I, I don't... It's frustrating for me if you don't don't pay attention. What is this? This is your game, Nicholas. And welcome to it. I'm here to let you in on a few ground rules. You receive the very first key and others will follow. You'll never know where you'll find them or, or how you'll need to use them. So keep your eyes open. How do you you can see me? Let's say the questions still afterwards.
0: And we discover that on the TV appears his room. And you're thinking, Where's the camera? And he discovers that the clown's eye is a camera.
3: How did you, what is you? were you freaking out here? Were you freaking out? How are they doing that? Is that what you were thinking? Oh, I mean, to be honest, no, because, you know, I thought it was part of the game, and so therefore... Yeah. There was, lot yeah, of stuff was going on, if but... You, look,
0: if you want to get really nitty-gritty with it, like, he was watching a show, a finance show, that he yeah. obviously watches all the time. Yes.
3: And how and, the and hell did they
0: get that guy to do what so, he did? and this
3: is the point, there's a, at some point they mention it, you know, he, he says in yeah. the movie, you know, they've even got the newsreader involved, or something like that, yeah. But but... I think it's brilliantly done. And all I was thinking was, this is such. Oh, so I at this point I go, forget what the you know little on? things here and there. This is huge because they've been able to not just interrupt a live broadcast on a single TV, but use the same host and actually have him interacting. Like, yeah. it, I think this scene is meant to set a scale. To sets this whole the bar. Thing. You mean sets the bar high? It, it sets. Yeah. It sets your understanding. That this is not just. This isn't any old little. He's not going to play a game of pinball. He's not just going to a role-playing dinner party. Because you've got to remember, like, how to host a murder. Remember those? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Like,
3: that's a game. Yeah, you ever had one of those dinner parties?
0: Someone's got to play the victim. Uh, You know, so that's... I
3: think this scene sets you to go, okay, the game he's doing is not a one-night dinner party thing. Uh, This is serious. Yeah, he's on. And we're off to the races.
0: Um, Next time, he's at the airport and... I like it here where he walks in and he's look. He's thinking everything he's doing now. He's looking everything for keys. He's, he's looking over yeah. his shoulder at everything yes. now. And did you like it when the guy next to him leaves and he leaves something's left behind? Yes. And it's a little. It sees the same clown face yep. on the little. There's a little object there. Yeah. And it turns out and to he be a thinks kid's it's to be a key. Yeah, and he, it turns out he went to reach for it, a woman comes it's a little baby. I rattle. think he's, now
3: what he's doing now. He's just looking for keys. The only yeah. thing he's really been told is you'll, there'll be keys, keys. You won't know where yeah. you find them. Keep looking for them. So he's looking at this thing. Thing he's going to pinch, pinch it, but it's a baby's rattle. And the mother yeah. sees it, and then he notices this guy just staring at him. Yeah. So he thinks, okay, can this guy's you? this guy's part of the game too. What do you, What do you want? Yeah. You know. And he's he's inquisitive. And he, the bloke's just like, and he's oh, like, what are you pointing at his at? chest? He's, yeah. <laughs> his pen leaks in his, pen, his
0: pocket. The CRS pen, which I reckon happened on purpose. Correct. The CRS pen like, is meant to be a like a dummy pen. That's to a part of the game. Leak in your shirt, yeah. To can create again, put him in a situation he's not normally in. Yes. Isn't that right? Uh, so, next thing, he's arrived at his city, uh, wherever that was. We
3: never knew... Was that in New York he went then? Well, don't we don't We don't know. We don't know I exactly... I sense it was in Europe somewhere because the bloke had an accent and it was a very no, you know, I think elegant still, style thing. Yeah,
0: I had a sense it was still in the US. So right. I, I think it was New York because it was a publishing house. Okay. That's where all the big publishing houses right, are. Yeah. And he, he's meeting with the publisher. And, and we obviously find out that this guy... The, uh, the Van Orton, he's an investment banker, and he we find this. out he's this one of his companies, and it's not performing. And he basically says to him, he goes, "Look, you know what? Your right. expectations aren't met. You're fired." Um, and he said, "Look, you this," and he mentions his father. He said, "Look, your father would never have done this," and that's kind of you know like stuff that I'm, not, I'm not my but father. Then he says, "I've got yeah. a
3: really generous severance package. Yeah. I'll get the paperwork." He basically says, "I've got the paperwork here. Yeah, you'll sign it, and then I'm leaving. And that's how it's going to yeah. work." But he can't open his briefcase. Isn't that funny? Yeah, <laughs> because he's in. They're having yeah. a fight, and so yeah. he's just like, "Right, well, I'm going to open my briefcase." He's going to date the papers. He out. can't just go click click. So he go, oh, "Check the yeah. dials." No, nope, yeah. the combination's wrong. And then but he, he goes, tried the key though. He well, tried that's the CRS when he key. he goes, oh, key, crap. but it didn't work though." He goes, "Crap, this yeah. is part of the game." Yes. So he pr-
0: pulls the CRS key. <laughs> out. Did you like how when he was uh, afterwards the scene where he's just banging it on the bench and trying to open it? Uh, he got uh, a little bit upset. Yeah, about Yeah, <laughs> just that. a bit. Yeah. Uh, so he's back. He's, he's back home again. And he's in the restaurant again, waiting for Conrad. So they've, have they agreed to meet for dinner again? He's waiting for someone. Well, you I You've got, to, you it was got to
3: assume he's now frustrated by this game, and he right. wants to now talk to his brother right. about what the hell he's gotten him into. Yep. that's what I
0: thought. But this is that when he's about to get up, and the waitress walks into him with a full tray of drinks. Yeah, and. She, he, they, she, they talk have a bit of, and she look. I said, I'm sorry. I said I was sorry, and he sort of obviously got the shits about everything. And when he walks away, remember she he, she whispers, "What an asshole!" And the owner or the restaurant may, manager hears her and says, "Okay, you're fired. You're fired. See, you see, you see you later. Off you go." Um, and then when when he he sits back at the table and the and the, they put the bill, you know that little book they put the bill on the yeah, table. Did you instantly. notice that? And the other hasn't hasn't yet. yet. <laughs> And then he sees on the note what it, you don't see what it says on the
3: note. No, so you, he Elena. he
0: looks at it and think okay, and then he chases after the waitress, um, and she says, "Look, I think you see the note saying go, don't let her get away, or something. Is that what it said? Don't let her get away. Yes. But how about this? He goes, "Look," oh, she says, "Look, this is her second job I've had in a month. Just leave me alone. Fuck off." Is she saying to him, "I'm out"? And she she walks around the corner as if she's left, and then a bloke walks in front.
3: And then drops, like just collapses drops in front of him, like he's having a heart attack.
0: And you're thinking, what the hell? What's yeah. happening here?
3: And so she comes back to help the bloke, and he's yeah. just and he's there. turning.
0: She says, Is this for real? Or like, he thinks it's the game. And she says, He's turning blue. Like, are you going to help me here? Or he's giving him, she's giving him mouth to mouth. They eventually call, they hail down a cop car, remember? And then they call an ambulance, take, take him to the hospital. hospital. Yeah. Um, and the note we find out says, don't let her get away. Yeah.
3: And so that's what he does. And Because he tells her, uh, yeah. you know, that that's why he, he, so he came back. So it's he?
0: at this point you're thinking, is this real? Is this part of the game? Is it not part of the game? What the hell's going on? Yeah. And she's acting like, fucking leave me alone, mate. I, yeah. I, I don't know you. I like, yeah.
3: Okay. Like, there's no way, when you're watching it, when I watched it, the dude collapsing, it's yeah. just pure coincidence. Yeah. But he, because you think he's going to let someone die... Because he thinks he's in a game. And you're like, dude, the bloke just had a heart attack or something. What are you doing? So,
0: again, in a position he's not normally used to being in. He's outside his comfort zone, isn't he? He's sort of outside there. But here's the bit I like. They get to hospital. They wheel the bloke into the the ward, into the hospital. And then everything shuts down. The whole thing thing. goes dark. And how... (laughs) They can... A, what is going on? Yeah. And if this is and B, if this is part of the game, how the hell do you organise all these people yeah, to, to in a do hospital. this, to coordinate this sort of thing? Yeah. So the but and but she's already taken off. She said, oh, I'm out. He gets his briefcase member from the ambulance. So she's off. They see an elevator opening and he runs she gets in the lift and he chases after it so he makes the lift. Yep. But what happens? Elevator's the stuck. Stops. Right. But what does he do? He says, we're going to go out through the top. No, no, he tries the key first.
3: Oh, that's right. The key, and it works. And, and, and al- then it gets stuck. And also, she opens the emergency phone thing, and there's no phone no in there. No phone.
0: That's exactly right. And then uh, they stop. This is a funny bit, too, where the elevator stops, and they look up. She looks up. He goes, look, that's where we're going to have to go. And she says, I'm not going up there. You go up there. And she says, I can't go first. He says, why? He goes, she says, I'm not wearing any underwear.
3: <laughs> so you got to go first, pal. Just a random yep. unnecessary yep. line that only comes back to use in, in in about two minutes. But yeah. that's
0: it. <laughs> so look, she's obviously a free baller, so she didn't wasn't wearing the underwear. So they climb out though, but the briefcase is still inside. Do you remember he's that selfie? So he, th- oh shit, the briefcase is still there. They they've climbed out and they realise they're in the CRS office. So the hospital. So that I'm assuming they caught the. It was a funny hospital. Eh? It was like in the basement. The basement of, a, of yeah. a car park or something, right? So they've come up the lift to let's say ground level, and they're at CRS again. So it's here yeah, it's quite mysterious here, right? Uh, but when they're in the office, and the alarms go off though. Do you remember this bit where yeah. they've got to get the hell out of there? So the CRS security guards are are, are they're chasing them uh, out on the street. The the, the dogs they
3: even they even released the hounds the dogs chase after him as well yeah, with just enough Crazy. distance that they can have a proper street fight <laughs> and run away. Uh, um, I think she climbs uh, like they try to use an that, escape ladder. Yeah, that
0: yeah, fall it falls down and. Um it, the, she, I think, was she hanging? She says, "I'm going to. The only way out is to jump down onto that dumpster." So they've gone up and down, and the, the dogs have chased them. She's gone up, and I think she's hanging off the railing. And the, the 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 guys out the back of a Chinese restaurant are obviously looking up and thinking, "Hang on a minute, she's yeah, just, uh,
3: giving them put a bit of a show on." And there. They both fall into separate dumpsters. By the yes. way, dumpsters just seem to be very comfortable. Yeah, rubbish. well, they're full of
0: rubbish. So, uh, make sure they've got soft rubbish in the way. Yeah, Probably, a lot yeah, of soft rubbish. A little cushioning in the, yeah. in the rubbish, you reckon. Well, here's the thing. Deborah Kara Unger, who plays Christine, the waitress, she fractured a bone in her foot when she jumped into the dumpster, and the dumpster was actually infested with rats <laughs> while they were working on the movie. So
3: not a very pleasant experience. Wouldn't you bring in a yeah. clean dumpster and just paint it up? I don't know. That I is very know. strange.
0: I did like the fact that when after Nick jumps into the uh, the dumpster and the people out the back of the it, Chinese restaurant, it, they're laughing at him, and he says, "Table for two, table please. for two, please." Yeah, I thought it was quite funny, like him him showing a bit of a sense of humor. Uh, they're back in his office, which is just happens to be around the corner. Yep. Let me call you a cab, I think. And she says, "Look, do you might have have a shower," so she starts stripping off to have the shower. Uh, we find out that they start talking to each other, and he says, "Look, I'm an investment banker," and she has a shower.
3: By the way, and you don't like it's not you know uh, hardcore here. You don't no. see a naked or anything, but you a glass a bra. Door, You see a bra, so you do yeah. see
0: her wearing a red bra, which is relevant. Rel- red bra. Yeah, we see a red bra later. Uh, after outside the office, um, I think she admits that you know what I was. I was actually someone paid me to spill the drinks on you, so it was like a practical joke. So we're thinking, is this part of the game? Is this her just making a bit of cash? Exactly.
3: Just so this is know? where, yeah. it's it's actually at this moment where you start to go okay I am now not sure what's what
1: yeah
0: this part of the movie I think it's a little can be a little confusing because he he, he's like she he, he she admits that she got the cash to spill the drinks on him and she's sort of almost half flirting with him as well now like they're she sort of found out that she spent a bit of time with him. She found out he's not a total asshole. That she also a, found out he's a, clearly he's, he's a, a multi. multi. Yeah, he's, he's doing very well. Um, but then he gets into a cab, and I think he gets a call to say he left his Amex at the Hotel Nico. Yes. Uh, calls the hotel, and when he goes back there, they say to him, because I've got the impression that he was never there. So he, at the Hotel Nico, he's thinking, what the hell? How did I leave it there? Yeah, and they say, oh, welcome back.
3: And he goes, what? And he so, said, have we met? Because this is kind of the next morning. This is kind of yeah. the, the night before was all the fight, the run, the, the yes. running from the dog, the dumpster, the dinner, the cab, yeah. and then and then they're getting changed but to his office. That, that's the other part too.
0: I think what he he must have a city apartment or something because he wakes up in an apartment. He wakes up. He must have another I'm apartment. Sure, he somewhere. does. Yeah. So rather than going home, he stays in the city. Yeah. But and that's that's where he woke up, and because, that's where he gets the call about leaving. Because his amics. when he when
3: he's at the hotel and they're saying welcome back, and he's thinking who's going, you're immediately thinking one of two things happened. A, yeah, this is part of the game, or B, he got absolutely blinded yeah. last night, took her to a hotel room, yeah, and he's now back there, and he's like. What is going what? on?
0: Yeah, so the. the because you, he says. It's a bit like the hangover. They he, don't know
3: what. They can't remember. He, fo- he kind of <laughs> he kind of decides to just follow along, gets his Amex back. And then he says, um, Are you going to give me a room key? Because he goes, Your room's yeah. ready. Yeah. Are you going to give me a room key? And he, he goes, I gave go it to you last night. Yeah, and he reaches into, into his pocket
0: and it's in his pocket. So you're thinking, What is going on here? Yeah. Uh, he goes in, he goes to the room and finds though that it's been trashed.
3: Oh, like a and like drunk
0: like on a them. footballer drugs. in the nineties. Yeah. <laughs> like a rock like a rock band in a in a hotel on a tour. Uh, he sees there's porn playing on the TV, Polaroids
3: of a woman.
0: In a red bra, like semi naked, red bra, and he's thinking, What the hell is this? And there's, you know, so
3: basically, there's a whole bunch of Polaroids of a man in an uncompromising permission with a woman, and he thinks it's him. Is that me? Yeah. And because they're all kind of blurry Polaroids, so there's no guarantee, but. Digital cameras weren't around then, mate. No, it's it's clearly, he's now thinking, Well, I'm being extorted. And and he, and remember the housekeeper tries to come in
0: and he rushes to the door and shuts yeah. the door so hard he knock, nearly knocks her over. Yeah, pretty bad. And badly. then he tries to tie it up and he cuts himself on the broken mirror. Remember they yeah. cut himself and he he's ble- bleeding. Um, next thing he's driving and we I get a sense that is he being like there's a car in his rear view. Is he being followed? Yeah. And um, he actually pulls up into a lane and. Gets out of the car. Do you like this bit? He gets out, hides behind a dumpster. Car pulls up behind him, and he gets out. And goes, "What are you following me for?" And the guy goes, "Mate, take it easy." I'm, I'm he, he grabs his gun, and he had his own gun, and he says, "Look, I'm a private investigator." And he goes, "Who who hired you?" And he says, "Mate, I'm there to, to leave me, leave me alone." And so again, you're thinking, "What is this real? Is he? Is this related?" Yeah. So there's all these little things
3: being dropped in along the because, way because you know compromising photos. Yeah, and then. The private investigator, you're actually starting to think. Hang on a minute, who's actually who could actually be doing this? Because his ex-wife, he's on broadly speaking terms with her, so it's not your ex-wife trying to get your money mm. off you. Mm. Who on earth would be in this position to blackmail him? Why? Yeah,
0: it's a real, it's a weird one. Uh, so he goes to the Ritz Carlton and. He meets Sam, his lawyer. Remember, Sam was the guy that was in the, I think at one of those earlier meetings, they had a lot of, they had they were going over a document and, and stuff, yeah. and he goes, I want this all sorted by tomorrow. And so he goes and confronts the guy that he saw before. So the guy with the accent, um, who was in the Star Wars The Force Awakens, by the way. Of that course, guy. yeah. Um, and he goes in and he throws, remember he throws all the Polaroids at him, and he goes, what are you trying to do? He thought it was his tactic... To try to get to him, yeah, to stop yeah. him sacking him and so he said, feelings. "Look, I've signed," and, and he says, "Relax, mate. Goes, oh, what are you talking about? I've signed the termination contract. I'm actually happy about the situation." And yeah, Nicholas Van Orton's thinking, "Oh, geez," he tries to apologise, and um, I think the guy asks him, he, "He goes, are you all right? He goes, what's what's the problem here?" Um, and there's, I think Sam asked him, "He goes, like, how how concerned should I be? Are we are we?" Should we investigate what's happening here? Is this CRS? Is it yep. who, who is this? So there's a, there's a little bit of intrigue, and um, I think um, he's asked. yes, he tell me not to worry. Are you okay? Tell me that you're that you're fine. Um, and then I think at the end of this scene, he receives a, an envelope. Yes, and in the inside the it's envelope, a spinning handle is a handle.
3: Does he ever use that?
0: Yes, he does. Okay, I didn't he notice. does. Do you notice? Oh. I'll tell you when. Uh, he gets home, phone's off the hook. Hears a noise, yep. right? And he I think he tells the intruder oh, I've got a gun, but then yep. he finds his whole house Smack. has been trashed and graffitied.
3: Whole place, all this blue lights are set up everywhere, crazy, right? scaffolding over the stairs. Now, it's the most intense takeover yeah, of a home. Loud music
0: and, and apparently the scenes where the walls were defaced, right? Yep. Was done in a in someone's house, yeah. in the house that they filmed in. But what they did that they tacked up light foam core boards on the walls oh. and that's where they drew and they put the foam core on the wall so you're not going to do that to the actual wall yeah that's how they achieved that so it was there was apparently wood panelling on the walls and the foam core is what all the graffiti was on yeah so all of the seating all the scenes at the mansion that take place in the whole movie were all filmed in one day They knocked him off in one single day. So when he finds the clown, when he's in having dinner, talking to the TV,
3: all those scenes was one day. All that was filmed. Pretty quick. Yeah. That's remarkable. It is. So it it wouldn't be remarkable if the if not for the graffiti scene. Well, that's. I reckon they did that last. Obviously, they probably did that last. That's so. Yeah. That's so. Yeah,
0: that's massive. Yeah, it's a lot. But I, I find that intriguing. They did all that in a day. Uh, so he sees his housekeeper. I think he also he he goes sees his housekeeper, calls the police, yep. and then he hears a noise, and it's Conrad. Conrad says, "Look, meet me at the car. Let's get out of here. Meet me at the car." And so the next thing we're seeing is is him in the car with Conrad. What are you
2: doing? You're the park.
1: I can't trust the room service in the hotel, I sure as hell can't trust the fucking car. Who? who? CRS, who do you think? Jesus Christ, look what well, I almost got you into. What are you saying? Oh, I'm so fucked. They just fuck you and they fuck you and they fuck you. Then just when you think it's all over, that's where the real fucking starts. All right, calm down, just take a breath. They won't stop, Nick. I, I paid the bill, I gave them their fucking money. They won't leave me alone. What are they doing to you? Everything. I'm a goddamn human pinata. Calm down. Then why do they keep playing if you already paid? I don't know. I don't know. I paid them more to make it stop. They did this. It's a flat tire. How do you know? Get a grip on yourself, will you? We'll figure it out. OK. OK.
3: <laughs> this Pretty is a he the handle, isn't he? Who he, no, no,
0: he opens the glove box and all the CRS keys drop out. Remember, oh, all this, there's right, a heap yeah. of CRS keys. Um, so Conrad is just takes off. He goes, leave me. They have this argument in the street. So this is the bit where it was like Conrad sort of runs away and then he comes to this corner and he hears a phone ringing, Right. He answers the phone in that it was like a corner yes, store. Yes. And the store the phone call was like a recording of their argument that they just had. <laughs> Did you hear him, Conrad talking in the background? Yes. yes. So i at this point I'm thinking, What the hell is happening here? Yeah. So Conrad's Ultimate sort of saying surveillance taken off. going on. Yeah. So he's thinking, geez, they're watching like uh, that paranoia that Conrad because, yeah, brings it, across.
3: You know, and surveillance, even in the late nineties, was nothing like what we have today. Yeah. In the in the sense that here he's now experienced a live T V broadcast from a camera in a clown's <laughs> eye and now he's now he's had a phone call of a recorder. Well, someone's conversation obviously he had following him
0: and recording him, yeah. yeah. So anyway, he's left his car, Remember, the car had a blowout, he leaves yeah. it, locks it, and then he hails a cab. Uh, and this is an interesting ride.
1: Hey buddy, you missed the turn. Yeah. Hey, do you hear me? You missed the turn back. But- No, no, stop the car! Stop the car! Thank you. Open the door. Lock the door. Open the goddamn door!
2: Listen, I am a very wealthy man, <laughs> and whatever they're paying you, I'll double it. <laughs> <laughs> so
3: good. This was that. So, but again, now he's he's flicked back to his, his rich personality. Yeah. So he's gone through all these moments that he's never experienced before, and now he does what a rich man does, and he just goes, well, what's the, "What do you need? What do you need? I'll pay you off." But yeah. the Blake
0: I like how they laugh at him. And, and it's laughs. a
3: proper laugh too. Yeah. Oh, oh, the classic
0: bit here was when they're flying, like He's holding on for dear life, and then the cabbie jumps out of the cab. He just opens the door, rolls out. Like when he opens the door and the light comes on, and Nicholas is looking, thinking, "What the hell?" And the bloke just rolls Shelt out of the cat. So it goes straight into the water. Into it? the water. That's where he uses, and the handle. that's where he uses the handle. So the handle yes. comes in, and because without that, we're thinking, "Yeah, he's gone." What is he? Well, we find out later that there, the woman reckons that there were things happening to to make sure he was yeah, safe. But, in his but mind. he's thinking, "I'm about to die here." So yeah. what? What the hell's going on? Anyway, car goes in the bay. Uh, he finds that handle, it fits, and he swims to the surface. Returns to the CRS office. Thinking, I'm going to do something about this. And then it's just an empty, abandoned nothing shell there. of a building. Nothing there. And I think he's got his assistant to try find the cab company. Now, did you notice in the cab, on the guy's ID, the cab company was California Regal Services. CRS. CRS. So anyway, he's back at home. Has a chat with his uh, with the housekeeper, and this is another bit of exposition about his dad. Yeah, and asking about you know what when he look. Obviously, no one expected him to die at such a young age, and uh, he, he was sort of. I think it, 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 this scene said to me that he didn't know much about his old man. He didn't no. know him very well. And, and the also, housekeeper knew him better. Also than said his son. that the
3: housekeeper's been
0: there for yeah like forty years. She's, so she's, 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 she kind of knew him better than he did. Yeah, yeah, that sort of left. I think it made me feel a little bit sorry for him. Yeah, fair enough. Um, he gets a call and he says, oh, we've got an address from United Taxi. So he's uh, trying to find out what's happening. Goes to the location, rings the doorbell, sees Christine and then shows her the photos. So the address that he got, he goes there, finds Christine, the girl from the night before, shows her the photos. But then she goes, oh, look, just I've just got to go here for a sec. She, she steps out of the room. And did you find this really odd where... Everything was fake in the house. So he op- he opens up the cupboard, the fake books on the shelf, the picture frame. He looked at the frame and it was like a like a picture cut the, out of a magazine. Right, yeah. And then he, he he was asking. He said, "Oh, is this is that a picture of you?" Yes, he says, "Yeah." And he says, take it out of the frame. And she goes, "Why? What do you mean?" Like she's obviously you know she's been found out there. But then you you hear you, there's a CRS services van pulls up out the front. Yeah. And then she says, oh, now you've done it. And then you're thinking, what the What's hell he are done? they talking about? What do you mean? Mm. <laughs> and then they start firing on the like house.
3: epic. Yeah. Bullets. It's like a gunfight. Proper bullets. Yeah, it's like a scene at a Die Hard. And my problem here with this part of the game is, like, logistically, yeah. impossible. And Like, and it like wasn't, they're firing bullets from like, the ground floor out the front into the first floor yeah, apartment. And, and, like, I don't know, blanks don't. Make no, holes in your walls? Do they expire within a meter or so of the yeah, gun? It just makes a sound, doesn't yes, it? A blank, a sound, and the the point of a blank is that it's got the gunpowder, it's got the shell, yeah. Um, but it it the gunpowder is exploding nothing. So the smoke and the effect, the whole effect the from projectile the gun? is removed. Correct. So in this
0: instance, that you're seeing holes in the glass, no, shattering, they're shooting, they're firing. So how does stray he not a Bullet could kill him. Madness. Unless they're really good shots and they're not firing. Which they could well be because they clearly they recruit are, yeah. well
3: in this. You know, you see that in the movie. They recruit yeah.
0: well. Well, they uh, they escape out the back. He drives off. The van's still chasing. Uh, he kicks her out. And then he says, look, you know what? That changes his mind. And then uh, she says something about using their info to hack in, to hack her, the accounts. Yeah. And she says, oh, look, you know, they've, they've taken your money. This is a, a sting or something. He checks his Swiss bank account. And says, I love the fact sorry. that he's yeah. on the
3: phone doing a good yeah. old-fashioned phone banking yeah, my situation. My ID is
0: blah blah blah. Remember, he says this big long password. Yeah, and they go, "I'm sorry, sir, that account no longer seems to be active or something." I'm thinking, what? the Imagine hell? that. Have you ever been oh. to an ATM
3: and realized you had no money when you thought you had hundred bucks? Well, again, him being put in a situation he's not
0: used he's to being never in been in no a situation money. Where he's he's had never had no, no money. money, right? Uh, so at the gas station, he calls Sam and his lawyer to tell him about the hacked accounts. Um. And I think what he's doing here, he must have thought, well, I'm getting out of town. Yeah. And I think what this appears to be is like a family cabin. Did you get that impression? Yeah, a bit of the yeah. old,
3: you know, uh, Susan's dad's cabin. Yeah. You know, <laughs> Except Kramer doesn't burn it down.
0: That's right. Um, and then he says, look, your, your name's not Christine, is it? And uh, he says, I think the, well, the line is, look, why don't you, it's not, this isn't just about money. Why, yeah. why aren't you just glad to be alive? So I think there's this the, is hard lessons, putting everything in perspective the hard lessons. The hard lessons for him. He,
3: in his mind, he's now been robbed of all his wealth, hundreds of millions of dollars. But he's also just been told that, you know, there's a lot you can do with your life, and yeah. you just need to look at it. Like, yeah, that's that's the critical part.
0: But here's the bit as well. The other twist here is that he calls Sam, his trusted lieutenant, his lawyer. Yeah, and he says, "No, nah, mate, the funds are intact." And my immediate thought was he's in on it too. He's in 100%. On no, 100%. He's I went, in on hang it. on a minute. He's yeah. in on it. Trying to get him
3: off the scent. Yes.
0: And he says, look, I've got to get out of here. But what she did, remember she prepares him a cup of coffee earlier. Mm. And uh, it's obvious he's been drugged. And he's, he's, drugged, cause he's, he's hallucinating. He starts thinking, whoa, yeah. well, what's happening He can't stand yeah. up. He's hallucinating. It's not good. <laughs> now, this to me is the point in the movie where I think, what the fuck is happening here? Yeah. I've written in my notes, he wakes up in a box, in a tunnel, in a cemetery, in Mexico. <laughs> Come on. What the hell? What were you thinking at this point? I'm You're thinking, thinking what where is the hell is this bloke? <laughs> like, it makes no yeah. sense. And, and what I love about it, too, he, he fights his way out of this box. He gets out. He's totally filthy and disheveled. He's never probably been like this a day in his yeah. life. He looks like a homeless person. Did you get that impression? Yeah, 100%. He looks like a hobo, yep. right? wanders into the American embassy and says, look, I've been robbed. And they say, what hotel are you saying? at?" he goes, well, I don't know. And then he notices he's the watch. Remember the watch he was wearing? That looks like it's worth something. Oh, and yeah. The, the guy
3: wa- in the, the embassy says, mate, yeah. anyone with that watch? What are you doing here with that watch? You would have been,
0: they would have taken that the yeah. first thing they would have taken. So here's where he thinks, well, i got to get home somehow. It's a long ride home. He gets yeah. on a bus. Now, again, in a zone, place where he's never been before, on a bus with other with the public. He's riding back home. Did you like this bit where the woman that sat next to him actually fell asleep on his, fell shoulder his shoulder and yeah. he didn't move her? He just left her. Well, I thought that was a nice touch. Then he starts hitchhiking. Remember he he tries to hitchhike. He walks into a diner. Uh, he's absolutely filthy. Dead set looks like he's got no not got a dollar to his name.
3: But it decides to address the audience.
0: Yes. He says, "Look, is anyone going to San Francisco?" I think he's got $18 in his pocket and the trucky ends up taking him. Now He's back in San Francisco now. Here's where it twists again, right? He's back at his estate. On the sign, so- the front sign on the gate of his house says "closure" sign, right? So yes. he decides stuff this. It's a notice of foreclosure. Yeah. Breaks in, and did you notice this? He has a shower, and then he grabs off the top shelf book. the book "To Kill a Mockingbird," and he does not You don't see anything. He carries the book with him. Yes. Right. So. He goes to the hotel, he asks for Conrad, and the he the police talk to him. He says, Look, Data they, they Seller, we don't know what's happening here. He's left the, the, we've we've left inquiries. Um, then he he contacts his ex-wife Elizabeth. And you're thinking, Okay, she's thinking, you're scaring me. What are you doing here? He asks to borrow her car. He she says he says to her straight out, he goes, Look, you're the only person I can trust here. Yeah. And she says, Look, you're scaring me. What do you mean? And then while he's talking to her. He notices, he sees the guy from CRS on the TV. And he realises, this bastard is an actor.
1: actor."
3: So I don't don't know how he... he, That's that's the moment that he pegs that he's deep in the game. Yeah. But it doesn't really change much about the game for him at this point. No.
0: Do you reckon? But this, this next scene, well, he's thinking, he's still like befuddled. This whole thing, he's thinking, what the hell's... Doesn't know what's real, doesn't know what's the game. Is this happening to me just for the sake of it? Yeah. Next thing he's driving along, I love this bit where he gets held up. Remember the bloke goes, give me your money. He just sticks a gun in the car. Then he reaches over to the Killer Mockingbird book, pulls out the gun, pulls out a revolver, and he goes, get this, India. And he he tracks down Lionel Fisher, who's the guy that he saw on TV, and he he actually tracks him down at the zoo.
2: It was just a job. Nothing personal, you know, I mean, play my part, improvise I'm a little. little, I mean, it's one it's good. I need to talk to who's in charge. Nobody knows, and I, okay, nobody ah. knows. gets a big picture. Tammy, Alex, cut it out. Yeah,
1: Tammy, what do they do the offices in? are empty. I need to find out where they are. Mm-hmm.
2: Look, they own the whole building. They just move from
3: floor, floor to floor.
1: You work for the right? You can get me in. No, I can't. Oh, yes, you can. You can tell them uh, the police called. Uh, you got to speak to somebody. Tell them uh, I'm going to blow the whistle on them. What whistle? There's
2: no fucking whistle.
1: This is very dangerous.
0: So he's pulled a gun on it's him. Intense. He's, he's, he holds this bloke at gunpoint. Now. Yep. And he's uh, got him in the car. He's hiding in the back seat. And he, they go to the building where CRS was. Um, he parks at CRS. There's a security check here. And then he walks in the room and sees everyone involved in his game. Yes. In one place. Everyone. He also sees Christine. Who he he thinks, across the room, he doesn't thinks, he? Yeah. He, he, so he grabs her, holds her hostage. Right. There's even a shootout. Remember, they're, they're trying to escape. They're firing at him at this point, right? And they run to the roof. Now... He says to her, Look, get someone here or you die. And she panics because he sees, she sees that he's carrying a gun.
1: Is it You're trying to kill me. No one's trying to kill you, Nicholas. Please put that gun down. You're about to make the biggest mistake of your life, Nicholas. There was, so, there was always a safety net. The taxi, there was a diver in my house. They, they just shot at us with planks. Is that true? It is. It's what you hired us for. But they're waiting on the other side of that door with champagne, Nicholas. <laughs> please, please, God damn it, Conrad! Conrad's there. It's your birthday party. You stop flying. Let me show you. Don't you move. He's got a gun. Get back
2: from the door.
0: So, w- what's just happened there? Mate. They cut through the door. And she said, "Because they're, they're on him. the other side of that door yeah. with champagne. She's it's the him. game. It's
3: your birthday party. Yeah. She's she's warning him that it's the game. She's she's pulling the pin. This is the best scene in the movie. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. Um. Because you, you fuck. You don't know what to think. Yeah. What's <laughs> <Right. going laughs> I'm sorry, but I like, just don't know what to think well, because
0: because what she said hasn't always been accurate. Like, she no, said, that's right. They're on the other side of the door with champagne. Your brothers but, here.
3: But but see, there's there's kind of three Christines. There's the or maybe four. There's the waitress yeah. and then there's the woman he spent an hour or so with or yep. that night with. Sort of the real Christine. The, the re- when he yeah. sees the real Christine. Yep. And then there's who she is in between and then there's her here now. Yeah. Right? Where she goes back to being the one he spent the night with and she's like, no, no, no. You can't. This is a game and she's on the radio telling them he's got a gun. And I think there's a point where they go, he can't have a gun. We searched the whole house. Yeah, he goes, well, you didn't get this one. Yeah, right, and so yeah. you're like, oh, well, this is bad, right?" Because he's got crazy. a gun. What's going to happen? And he shoots his
0: brother. Yeah, his brother's the got K's Got the champagne. He's got a white suit. White suit on. The doors champagne. open up. There's yeah. a whole
3: bunch of people there with champagne, yeah. exactly as she said they would be. Oh my god! And the he shot this, his brother. And he shot his brother. So the,
0: I liked how the bu- the bullet hits the champagne bottle, hits him in the chest, and he's thinking, "I've just shot my brother." He's so dead. I've just killed my brother.
3: Now I at this point in the movie I'm thinking this is fuck wow, this is epic because he's just shot his brother. He's eh. he's two days ago I had the memory of his father, you know, he's, this is traumatic, right? Yeah. But then he comes over to the body and I go, hang on a minute. I immediately go, hang on a minute. But then I would say five seconds later, I go, yeah. oh, shit, he's killed his brother. His so dead. there was so I go through this ebb and flow here <laughs> where I think I think she's being real with him. Um I think he's really shot him, and he, then he
0: drops the gun, and then right? he hasn't
3: really shot him because I think this is okay. It's a good, good twist. Well, but then, but then, because he, he stays dead so well, what I expected was he'd get up and go "Happy Birthday, brother" or something. Yeah, you know what I mean? yeah, yeah. That's what I expected. Well, that what, well,
0: what killed that mood for me was the fact that one of the guys, then the bloke he kidnapped at the zoo, says, "Oh, we're all going to jail." Yeah, that's what he. I'm thinking, holy shit. Yeah, but then he Nick just wanders off to the edge of the to the ledge. They're all they're all and they're, they they're all sort of att- they're all sort of looking at, at at Conrad, thinking, trying to think what is up with him, and then they turn around and then you see Nick just just fall off the edge,
3: just jump. So off. <laughs> well, what were you like? And, Mate, and this, thinking, this was a long fall. too. Yeah. It was a
0: long fall. He's close up on his
3: face. He's sort of seeing the, the, Mate, I'm that the himself falling. He's just killed his fucking brother, and they have driven him. The Uh, same death as his father. Oh man! Like, who the hell's running this game? Yeah. And is this movie now going to wrap up the consequences of this stupid game? Yeah. Or is it going to just fade to black? I imagined that it was just going to him crash through, fade to black at the end. And that was the
0: you thought it was the end of the movie. Yeah. Well, what he falls through glass too. So glass, you're thinking shit because you look down and you see there's like a. It's like the roof of a ballroom or something yes. anyway.
3: well, He falls. You don't look down. Well, you, he you see, sees the you, glass roof. You see the glass roof from the side. So they show the yeah. profile of no, the No, no, but when he, he looks
0: down, you see when he... Before he jumps, you see that there's a glass target. There's something okay. there. And he's hit it. And this was, the I reckon, the shot of the movie was him breaking through the glass. And then it cuts away to all these people dressed up, all the people he knows are all dressed up in tuxedos and ball gowns looking up at the glass as he's
3: falling through. Yeah, because the, as as he breaks through the glass, you then see this huge inflatable black bag. Yeah. And he lands with well, before with a that though. Cross on it, by the before
0: way. that, you people turn around, <laughs> you just see him coming down through the scene thinking and, and then sort of at the last minute you see that him oh hang on. He's in he's in a big room and there's an inflatable uh mm-hmm. what do they what do they call that a the Are they uh, call him a jump bag the or jump something bag, like that. yeah. So he's laying on this big inflatable uh thing in, in the middle of the ballroom. And I liked it. There was the, the, the when he was on the in the inflatable, they deflated it and they and it was uh, they said, Look, you know, don't just stay still, it's breakaway glass, but it yeah. can still cut you and he gets up. And he's still kind of out of it, eh? Like he's thinking, yeah. he "What like, the hell happened? is going on?" Conrad's alive. Is, it, is this since, is this not the funniest thing you've seen though? Conrad's still got the red blood stain yes. or fake blood stain. Then he pulls out a t-shirt to say, "I was kidnapped and drugged and left in Mexico, and all I got was this t-shirt." <laughs> and leper <left it> dead. <laughs> all I got was this t-shirt. Yeah. And yeah, then he uh, heads over and hugs his brother. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You're becoming such an asshole. <laughs> <sighs> Ladies and gentlemen, my brother Nicholas Van Orton.
0: And everyone's there, mate. When he said, This is my brother Nicholas Van Orton... Everyone that was there was involved in the game somehow. His lawyer, yeah. the people in the bar. Yes, his wife Everyone, ex-wife. his ex-wife. Everyone is there, yeah. right? So you're thinking, this is a fucking party. yeah? And one of them commenting, I think it was the guy from the zoo, says this was the best one ever. ever.
3: Yeah. <laughs> and he, and, and that, but doesn't, doesn't the big guy go, thank God you jumped? Yes, because otherwise I would have had to push you.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so
3: the other bit too, I think I like when he walks over and sees his
0: brother. He sees the publisher. Remember his mate, the yeah, publisher? Yeah. He's there. And then he sees Conrad going through this really thick lot of paperwork. He goes, oh, no, that's the bill. And he shows it to him. He goes, ooh. And he goes, Doesn't he well, say, I he, hope he'll you'll split it with he me? He goes, hopefully, yeah, you'll uh, pay, help me pay for it. Um, and then he asks, look, what, whatever happened to Christine? He says, well, yeah. where is she? And uh, he then goes goes out uh, looking for
1: her. I um, I didn't get a chance to say goodbye Thank you. I, I, um. No, I never did ask you your name, did I? No. It's. Claire. So you, um. catching a plane? Yeah, we have a a gig starting next week in Australia, so. Here's some more sheep. Just a walk on this time. Well, when you get back, um. uh, Maybe we can have some dinner. You don't know anything about me. So you tell me where you're from. Oh, um, original. Oh, Oklahoma. Colorado.
0: (laughs) (laughs) She doesn't know where she's from.
1: I've been doing this way too long.
0: So there's Nicky boy doing a bit of flirting, trying to um, ask her out. Now, the original, there was on the Blu-ray an alternate ending. Oh really? Where Nick? you know, he still falls through, and at the end of the movie, okay. he comes out of the hotel, and rather than trying to chat up the girl, he declines a taxi and
3: just walks off. Yeah, right. Walks off, and uh, but, well, I would have run with that. I yeah. would have put that ending. You in. reckon that was okay. useless? You reckon? Yep. Yeah.
0: I I like that ending because it shows that
3: he's not a snob anymore. He's talking to like oh you, you, you don't, think don't don't that grounds you? Him. Don't know who I am? No, I disagree. I don't care. The, yeah, mate. The very I got sorry. I need to unpack that whole last scene, right? Yeah. It, he goes through this game, yeah. which you, th- once you realise what's a game, what's not broadly, you think this game is grounding him. It's giving him things yeah. that he's never experienced before. Yep. And at the end, his reaction is, "Well, fuck, that was good." <laughs> and and he's he's in this glitz and glamour, yeah. and he's back to being a snob straight away.
0: Maybe, maybe. Let's so, get to, let's get to some quotes first. I don't we'll, know about that.
3: Let's unpack that in a minute. But I've got some
0: really favourite quotes here, including. Uh, our, our famous Seymour Butts line
1: here. Conrad, what a surprise. Happy birthday, Nicky. Seymour Butts. I'll never get tired of that one. That's why it's a classic.
0: <laughs> I do love, too, when he's, uh, he's in the office filling out the form.
1: I sometimes hurt small animals, true or false. I feel guilty when I masturbate.
2: Huh. Well, I don't write the questions.
3: Well, I don't write the questions.
0: There's some straight, mate. If you pause it, and I'll, there's another pause that I'll tell you about in a minute. Uh, when they're trying to run away from the dogs, remember yeah. he says this.
1: It goes a thousand dollars. Your shoes cost a thousand dollars. That one, $2, <laughs> so that one did.
0: Two thousand dollars worth of pair of shoes. Yeah. yeah. And this is probably my favourite line. When remember he confronts the publisher with the Polaroids.
1: And you really believe? Just because you publish children's books, people are going to care about my reputation. You can have pictures of me wearing nipple rings, but fucking Captain Kangaroo. The only thing they care about is the stock and whether that stock is up or down.
3: <laughs> it's a very different, by the way. It's very different. Michael Douglas' character is like the—he's yeah. got—he's
0: like—he's a know. brilliant actor. He's well. Have you seen him in Wall Street? He's a, very much like this Gordon Gecko, very rich. Street, just Even in this, road. he's
3: got that really soft delivery. And yeah, then he's got that
0: oh aggressive yeah. oh, delivery. He's a great actor. He's, he's unbelievable. Actor. Now, let's unpack some things here, mate. There's a yeah. lot of how did that happen slash plot holes here. Okay. A couple of things. When he goes to the apartment, right? I mean, Christine's memory he gets the address, goes to her apartment, discovers it's all fake. The water won't turn on. Don't you reckon CRS was so meticulous in everything they do? Don't you reckon they'd have running water in that house. Like why why would they do that? So, you
3: Sorry. know, I look at that and I go now even in retrospect just talking about it now from a minute ago, like I feel like that house was built to be uh, make him think, yeah. make him question everything. Like, well, he, here's
0: the theory, right? CRS wanted him to discover the apartment was fake. Yes. Other clues had been left for him about uh, in that regard as well. So, when he when Nicholas discovers this chain of events, and that's what leads to the shooting and mm. all, all of that stuff had been planned. Anyway, yeah. So
3: no, no, and so that's what I was just about okay. to say was, you know, yeah. the bullets thing. It's like, obviously, they this is the it's a big bill. They've got a lot of money. They could have easily um, set it up so that, you know, those little explosions, those little, you know, yeah. fake gun, fake, fake bullet holes appear. Yes. You know, it could have well been rigged that way. Now, here's the biggest plot hole. Yeah. Okay. Now, you know, near the end of the movie
0: where he thought he killed his brother And he calmly walks over to the ledge and walks off the edge. And for the game, so they, the fact that they had a big inflatable thing there, they knew that he was going to do that. Yes. And it it just, the, and and if you remember when he was coming through the ceiling, the glass, there were like steel girders and it was actually a really narrow Yeah, the chances of him, the chances of him picking that spot was yeah, that was don't you reckon that was a, a bit of a, a bit of a reach? Like yes. if, if he had, had just moved a, a, a meter or two over, then that's his funeral,
3: not his birthday party. Hundred um, percent. But again, you okay? Here's how you you challenge that: is that whole psych test thing, that whole everything, allows them to go. If we stand him here, yeah, he's just going to turn around and walk back. Yeah, right.
0: Okay, so that that psych test really did, mate. That's that's the key it? to everything. Yeah.
3: Now, things
0: you might not know: the Jodie Foster was originally going to play Michael Douglas's sister in the movie. So rather oh, than have a, a brother, right. he, she, he was going to have a sister. But um, uh, Jodie Foster changed her mind, um, and J- Michael Douglas and David Fincher were they were really they, because they really didn't want this change. But they but they went to Sean Penn. They said, right, I oh, well let's take you instead. What happened? Jodie Foster sued them for tra- for, for for not for, for not including her in the movie. So right. she she thought she had a case. She tried to sue them for fifty four point five million dollars. So she had but a beef. She, she out. had a beef. Yeah, but uh, well, she had a beef that they replaced her, even though uh, the the Egg Pictures was one of her films production companies. Weird. Uh, it was settled out of court. Now Douglas. Who is actually friends with Jodie Foster said it didn't seem right for him to play Jodie to to play her to play her father. They're only uh, eighteen years age difference.
3: Oh, they were going to be yeah. father and daughter. Yeah, and father. Not and father. Daughter. Oh, right.
0: Yeah. So yes, yeah, so play his. Well, she originally wanted to play to be the sister. But then she changed her mind and wanted to be the daughter. And they said, no, no, we're not going to do that. We're going to go with Sean Penn instead. So she never pulled out. They, oh. they, She wanted to be the sister, but they said, no, you can be the daughter. And they, she said, no, stuff that. I'm suing you. And that's wow. what happened. I, I didn't explain that correctly.
3: I think the daughter would have been a better play.
0: Maybe. But they got, well, I reckon Sean Penn was great in this. He was, he was really good in No, it. no, I'm just yeah. saying,
3: so brothers, yeah. talks of entitlement, at, at yeah. you know uh, generational entitlement. The daughter yeah. talks to another generation of entitlement. Maybe, maybe, if she's willing to spend that much money on a birthday game. Now, this was a success at the box
0: office, but David Fincher, in later interviews, admitted that he was not really proud of the movie. He wasn't very happy with it. He said that he was fighting with executives at PolyGram Entertainment, they're the producers. Uh, they were the, sorry, the distributor of the movie, and they they he said he never he he never should have made the film. Uh, because he reckons he never got the third act that he wanted, so the last part of the movie is not quite what he had envisioned. What we saw wasn't all of his making, so he wasn't oh. very happy with it. Yeah. And he says, uh, quote, it was my fault because I thought if you could just keep your foot in the, on the throttle, it would be liberating and funny, but they didn't agree with his direction for the third act. But I, I reckon the ending was pretty bizarre, pretty like a twist. Uh, yeah. Wasn't that a massive twist? And like when he fell through, I remember seeing it for the first time and thinking, this bloke's gonna kill himself. He's killing himself. And then when he lands on that inflatable thing, I'm thinking, holy shit, it's a party. It's this. It was meant to happen. Yeah. Now, did you notice throughout the film the CRS initials were there quite a few times? Yes. We already saw California Regal Sedans, yep. the cab, cable repair services. Yes. Consumer Recreation Services. Now, did I, I got the pause button out again? Yeah. At the very end of the movie, where the the the, uh, the camera panned across the the placard about the event that they were hosting. Yes. And it said, you are cordially invited to celebrate the forty-eighth birthday of Nicholas Van Orten. It was Saturday, the twentieth of October, somewhere between eight seventeen and eight thirty-eight in the evening. Wow. That's how precise they were. They knew within that what was that, a twenty-one minute window that he was going to fall through that glass. That was what the invitation said. <laughs> Right, uh, that's the game, mate.
3: I'd love to hear your wrap up and rating. Oh, look, I quite enjoyed it, and even now, I'm overanalyzing my thoughts on it. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. I can imagine rewatching it. Oh yeah. Not soon, but I can definitely imagine rewatching it yep. and feeling it very differently. Watch it with your wife, or did you watch it with your with Meta? No, I reckon she'd enjoy this one. No, she wouldn't.
0: No, don't think so. Why is that? Why wouldn't she like it? Just She's not picky. Too too twisty and turny for it. Not yeah. Yeah, right. But you enjoyed it, didn't
3: you? I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the movie. It's a. It's probably an eight out of ten for me. Yep. Um, and and very rewatchable. I can see that as being a rewatchable yeah. Yeah. in in a big way. I, you know, I just, I guess, you just got to wonder what goes through people's minds who create these movies, <laughs> right? Because it's like it is good, and also it makes you wonder, not to that extent, but do these games really exist in the you know yeah, high I society? Thought, I
0: thought that. Like uh, you, you, hear of these. You know, like I think you mentioned these. Yeah, you know, these fantasy. You know, these fantasy yeah, these role things, role-playing things. Playing things and although I, when yeah. he said
3: that, I thought of How to Host a Murder, right? That's where I yes. first went. Yeah. But I, you take How to Host a Murder, which is, you know, a, a suburban game, and you wonder, multi-squillionaires, what are they doing, you yeah. know, to celebrate their – you know, they're either going to a you know, Caribbean island to spend a week on on the golf and yeah. the grog or something Maybe. for their birthday, or are they doing these role-play style – Crazy stuff. Well, I'm glad you enjoy that, mate. I'm going to bring a a clown dummy and leave it out the front of your
0: office, okay, one day. Yeah, don't do that. (laughs) Let's look at next week. Next week, I feel the need, the need for speed. We're talking about Top Gun. yeah. Now, this is timely because Top Gun Maverick, at the time, it's going to be in cinemas in a week and we are covering it on the best movies you've ever seen. But your question, your quiz question is... Okay. Now, the movie's about... Air Force top, top, top best yep. of the best Air Force pilots. Yep. You know how the, declaration. I've definitely yeah. seen
3: the movie, but okay. so long Can't ago, I
0: couldn't tell you what happens. Now, they all have nicknames, call signs, right? Maverick. Name three call signs from the movie. Okay, so Maverick, Maverick Iceman. Iceman, yep. That's two. Got any more, mate? No. Talk to me, Goose. Oh, Goose! I would have also accepted Jester, <laughs> Merlin, Wolfman, Cougar. And Slider uh, speed as well. But you've got two, not bad. Two, uh, yeah. two out of three. You didn't remember Goose. Talk to me, Goose. That's a famous line out of the movie, which you've no. obviously forgotten. But that's yeah. okay. We're going to get to that next week on the best movies you've never seen. Trevor, I look forward to feeling the need for speed with you next week. Bring it on.